what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. I'm your host, the Fellow KGB. You can follow me on Twitter at the Fellow KGB. And tonight we are joined. It's our Tuesday night hangout. We're joined by Drake and John. What's going on, Drake? How you doing? Doing great. Thanks for having me. And John, what is going on, my man? How you doing? I'm better than I was yesterday. I'll put it that way. Yeah, we can get into this. We can get into some. We'll let you vent at the end of the show because I mean I can <laughs> vent with you too. Uh, but tonight's show, we kind of got. I don't. I don't really have a huge plan in mind, but I, just this week, I've been getting sick of all the updates. We have a couple teams that are postponing games. A lot of big injuries, like to Anthony Davis. Paul George is still out. Uh, you got veterans Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin being held out to you know possibly be traded. Uh, there's a couple other injuries that just happened up uh, recently too. So I figured we'll kind of talk about these guys real quick. Uh, but let's let's just talk about the Lakers and Anthony Davis uh, because this one I think there's a, a direct correlation to Kyle Kuzma for this one. Uh, but Anthony, Anthony Davis is being reevaluated in two to three weeks after undergoing an MRI on Monday. Um, so I just saw the alert too that Kuzma is going to be starting. I don't know. Did either of you guys pick up Kuzma? I think Drake has. Oh, you? I've been holding the Kuz Cruz. All right. So I'll, I'm going to pass it to Drake and let's just like just tell me like what about Kuzma? He's been playing a lot better lately, and now he's getting he's going to be getting starter minutes. I think it was maybe last Tuesday night that I I texted you, Kyle, that uh, Kuzma was uh, the third of the big three, mm-hmm. and then we decided two point five or something like that <laughs> after a Kuzma game. So I don't know. He's He's getting he's the most solid of that third option. Eventually, it was gonna have to happen sometime with the Lakers, where they needed a consistent guy. He's young, he can run with the team, and you know, just with the injury concerns with AD, I I kind of thought he was a good pickup. He's been a guy I've been picking up and dropping all season, but about a week and a half ago, I decided just to hold and kind of see where the AD news was going. And also Kuzma was just playing well enough that he was, you know, the Lakers have so many guys that they're, you know, moving around and all this stuff, but Kuzma's kind of been a consistent. So. So John, like, how do we, like, how, if you're, if you're the Lakers coach, like you had, you're missing Anthony Davis. Like, it, is it obvious that the Lakers are going to go small? They're going to do a lot of Kuzma lineups probably at the three. Does LeBron play the four? Like, wh- how do we, how do we look at this depth chart and the starting roster and just like minutes going forward? You're a big Montrez Harrell guy. What do you see for him? I'm just kind of curious on your thoughts on the Lakers now. Yeah. Well, first and foremost, we always have to start with LeBron because he is the king. Um, and my, I feel like this might uh, fortify my MVP bet that I put on him a couple weeks ago. So I'm, I'm a little excited. I hate when people get hurt always. And I certainly want Anthony to come back full strength and all that. But I, this does make me a little excited. Uh, and I do think LeBron will you know, do what LeBron does. And when he doesn't have high caliber teammates to play with, he just kind of you know, share, shoulders more of that load. Um, I think I think Drake hit on Kuzma really nicely. I'm probably not as high on Kuzma as Drake is, but at the same time, given this new opportunity with the with the Davis injury and Kuzma coming into that starting spot, I think it's a very advantageous situation for him, and he should, in theory, have some of the best performances he's ever had in his career over this stretch that AD is out. Maybe not like you know some super high games, but just like consistent, you know, good floor. Um, I, I do believe Harrell is probably outside of Kuzma the biggest beneficiary, but um, it, that's hard to say. I mean, Gasol's not going to get more minutes. 
Um, they got Mark Keith at power forward, but he's, I don't know, he's old. He hasn't been playing a whole lot. I feel like he plays more wing than he does power forward, which is kind of also true of his career, at least in the games that I've seen. I like I like Harrell. I think Harrell probably plays maybe five more minutes, and as a result, that that could help him too. So I think I think Kuzma's the biggest beneficiary. Harrell's number two. I don't know if it changes much for anyone else. Does Marcus All maybe become that number three? What's what's Gasol gonna put up a night? I, mean, I just at- don't think Gasol, Gasol's role changes because he's so damn old. He's gonna start the game and play six to eight minutes. He's gonna end Look the game minutes, playing six though. to eight minutes. He's playing a lot more minutes. He's getting like sixth man, you know, seventh man minutes. So like, uh, I mean, you're probably not going to see him hit the 28s, but maybe yeah. maybe he peaks around like getting around 24 to 25. I can see that being his his kind of ceiling. Uh, but just in the last seven days, I guess with the 28 and the 20, he's averaging 22 minutes per game. That does seem kind of accurate. Um, but I mean, not for fantasy. I don't think we're going to be no. for Marcus Soul here unless you want to get him for one game. Yeah, but. No, I think John, you know, probably between that 10 and like 18 is probably where he ends up falling, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe he plays a couple more minutes, but as, as we just saw what Kyle just showed us, he's playing 22 minutes over the last seven games. His stats, he had a couple more points, a couple fewer rebounds. His, and his stat line is just nothing that's you're going to get excited about. Yeah. Is there anything here for Talon Horton Tucker? Like he's, he's some, some, of his, some of his minutes peak like the high 20s. Like I'm not – I don't trust it. He's got to add to the watch list if he starts getting consistently 25 minutes per game. Um, but the Lakers are kind of like the Nets. I find it hard to pick up some of these players outside of their just, you know, mm-hmm. main core. It's it's difficult. You know, other teams you can grab a guy that's going to play a couple di- you know, nights or something like that, but some of these uh loaded teams, it's really hard to benefit, especially when their schedules are favorable. So that kind of hurts you in fantasy too. So I think I mean it's it's going to be LeBron, Harold, uh, Schroeder, and Kuzma. Probably those are the only guys that are going to be useful for fantasy. Maybe KCP. KCP has had many good games, but you got to catch him on the. You got to catch him on a heater. He's he's obviously not on a heater right now. <laughs> maybe Dennis goes off. You know, you get a you get a good streak with. Uh... <laughs> um. But anyways, I wanted to. So I, I'm glad we got the Lakers out of the way right away. I did want to kind of. I have a couple more injuries to just discuss real quick. Uh, let me see a couple? <laughs> well, there, there's just a, a few. I mean, I mean, we know McCollum's still out. Andre Drummond. We've we've kind of talked a lot about the Cavs of late here, and this kind of now now it's like actually happening. Like Drummond's not going to be with the Cavs, so Jared Allen's probably the hottest guy that you could potentially trade for. I, if I have Jared Allen, though, I'm not selling him. But I just think. Uh, wherever whoever decides to trade for Drummond, like they're going to use him. So like this could potentially be a buy low opportunity for the Drummond owner. Uh, if you want to send him a trade and try to lowball something, I just think whoever's going to acquire Andre Drummond, like they're going to give up a, a lot of capital for him, whether it's players or pick or, or even money in that regard. So they're a team that's going to end up with Drummond, like they're going to use him, and he's going to kind of return back to his starter value that we drafted him for. Uh, so I don't know if you guys had any thoughts on Drummond. I, I just think he's a buy low candidate right now while everyone knows that he's out for the, I don't know how long I think trade deadlines for another month away, but uh, I don't know. I'm curious what Drake's thoughts are on something like that. Um, yeah. I, I think he kind of hit the main points that Cavs aren't playing him, but to me that I would think a deal is probably pretty close 
that they're not going to be playing him. You know, trade deadline is a month away, but they're probably getting offers, especially with the way Allen's playing. Mm-hmm. And they made that move, and they got to see what he could do. And now it's it's time to move Drummond, um, especially with how the Cavs have been playing as of late. This is definitely a lottery team once again, and we are fine with that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, th- I think you pretty much hit the main points, though, that – that Drummond is going to get moved. I would expect sooner than later, especially with them sitting him out. It'd be pretty, pretty weird if they sit him out and then play him and then sit him out again. That'd be, I assume there's a deal that's coming up here soon. Right. And we kind of, we kind of like the Raptors as a fit. John, did you have any other good fits for Drummond or, or maybe dream scenarios where he could end up? Well, as a Bucks fan, it's Ooh. my nightmare scenario if he goes to Toronto. Um, I, uh, I Not that Drummond is really shown to be much of a Giannis stopper or anything as an individual, but Toronto is one of those teams with Miami that has absolutely perfected the wall. In fact, you might even say Toronto kind of created it. came up with the idea, yeah, created it. And um, Drummond is as a plug-and-play piece into their wall defense against Giannis. That's just a, a, that's a problem. So um, Toronto, Toronto would definitely benefit significantly with an, a, dr- a Drummond addition. I've heard Boston getting kicked around a little bit as well. Um, you know, Drummond has got a big ass contract and I'm not exactly sure what some of these teams are going to be willing to move for him. Cause he's also expiring. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what people give up. Um, but yeah, I mean, as a Bucks fan, I would hate for him to go to Boston or Toronto, which means those teams probably would be excited to get him. Um, and the West, the Western conference, not exactly sure, you know, off the top of my head where, there's not a lot of teams that are very deficient at the center out west that I can think of, um, but uh, but yeah, I think I think he probably makes the most sense in in Boston or Toronto if those teams can figure out a way to get a deal done. Yeah, I would I would I would like to get him into the West. I don't know if I want him hanging around the East that much longer. But Drummond's <laughs> contract's only like twenty eight mil too. What about which, a team like which isn't the max? It's big, but I think it it can be matched with these. You know, all these guys got the MLEs and all that. They can apply and trade exceptions. So I don't think it's as hard to move. Yeah, especially expiring. I you wouldn't know, see. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if the Cavs take on most of that contract too, just to get the sure. yeah. yeah they move it and they take on you know seventy percent of it or something. Get an extra pick to take on some extra yeah. extra salary. That makes sense. Yeah, I like that. It's interesting. I I love these NBA trades. They're just so complex, and they go on for like three days. It's like <laughs> player to be named, and then all of a sudden this guy gets added, and it's like, oh shit, I like that guy. <laughs> yeah, they stretch the creativity in some of those. I wish the NFL was more open minded with just some of the assets they can move around. It doesn't always have to be player or pick. Like NBA kind of does some fun things. Yep. Um, but Drummond, interesting possibility there. Blake Griffin, do we need to spend any time on Blake Griffin? Like wherever he ends, nope. like he could be. Like, <laughs> I've just seen in a lot of fantasy leagues, like his his number of percent ownership has been dropping. Uh, I mean, of course, he's not playing. Uh, but I just wonder: is there any scenario where the Pistons can trade him to somewhere where he could be, you know, useful for fantasy? There's New York a- Knicks. The Knicks. <laughs> New York Knicks. Get a little Derrick Rose and Blake Griffin. Uh, Tom Thibodeau is <clears throat> calling. He's trying to get that seven seed. 
Now, Blake, Blake does have that max contract, and he's not expiring. And even though his contract isn't expiring, I think his body might be because he just seemed he can't play back to backs. He's made a glass. I love Blake Griffin, by the way. He's one of my favorite players. Um, but he's just he's just not the same player he used to be. I did draft him this year uh, in fantasy. It was excited excited for his non back to back games, but um, yeah, he's 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 looked worse this year than expected. Um, his fantasy production hasn't really been exciting to begin with. I think he's going to a team. He would be like a massive contract, but like a role player. You know, if a team's going to try to get him, they, they they're kind of like going to maybe use him, weaponize him off the bench. You know, let him take a, a primary offensive role off the bench, or he's kind of more a supportive, you know, offensive piece on your starting lineup. But I don't, I don't know exactly who's looking to deal for Blake Griffin, given all of the constraints. And I think the constraints are pretty damn frightening, actually, if I'm an NBA GM or whatever. So. And he's only, does it, does it make sense when I'm sorry to interrupt okay. for a team like the thunder, just to come calling and say, all right, Detroit, Let's see your next, you know, Detroit's probably not giving up their first round pick this year, but maybe they can get, you know, next year top five protected and a couple other years and just take on Blake Griffin's contract and for nothing, hmm. you know, they have Sam the cap for that. Yeah. I, I could see something like that happening. I see that more than a contender wanting to take on three years of Blake Griffin. Absolutely. Yeah. If the, if the Pistons want to piss away a bunch of picks, they could move him relatively easy because Sam Presti, Sam Presti. Don't you is think that's just, what it would take though? Like, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. A hundred percent agreed. Yeah. You're going to have to, you're going to have to, it's a poison contract, right? It's yeah. a, it's a, it's a negative value contract. So you have to attach a bunch of sweeteners and assets to get that out the door. Yeah. So like, would you just have to fleece someone, but I don't see the Pistons. <laughs> I don't think the Pistons have a lot of trade fleecing in their no. history. <laughs> I've done it in 2K, but I will not share my secrets. <laughs> so there was, I guess, the other big injury that I wanted to get to today was D'Angelo Russell. He is undergoing arthroscopic surgery to remove a loose body from his left knee. He signed ah. four to six weeks. This is not good. Uh, I immediately went to go to the wire to see That's if the season. I went to go see if Ricky Rubio was available. He was not. Ricky is probably the most obvious guy to be the next man up. Uh, but man, this is not good. This is this. We're probably not going to see him until April, if at some point. And at that point, does does the Timberwolves rush a player like him no. back? I look at the Timberwolves. This guy's not quick. playing this year. For chances of us seeing him maybe He's coming off knee surgery. They're not going to play him. Yeah, I just Anthony Edwards gets a boost here, maybe. I mean, he's not a point guard, but he's you know he's young. He's he's, that they want. he's on he's on work release. Let me show you Jordan McLaughlin's numbers real quick. This was this this actually Beasley's been playing pretty good, hasn't he? Beasley's great. Kick ass for someone who you know does terrible things. <laughs> Some of these numbers by Jordan McLaughlin. Now he's only playing nineteen to twenty-two minutes, sometimes 24, 26. But the numbers are there. Um, just an interesting guy to keep an eye on. Um, I, I'm just if he starts getting mid twenty, if if Rubio anything happens to Rubio, this is probably going to be the, one of the hotter guys to keep an eye on. So uh, those assist numbers. Yeah, are right. I, I mean, the goal is not to play Rubio 
30 minutes a night. That's right. So happening at this point. So I think you're on to something really good here. Yeah, this is a good call out, Kyle. I, I've never heard of this man. <laughs> well, what I, what, the way that I like to do my searching is if I'm looking for a player or if I know there's an injury, I'm, I'm just going to filter by that entire team and just kind of look and see who else is around and see who the backups are and kind of go like that. So like the last seven days, I just hit a filter. And all of a sudden this Jordan McLaughlin is he's their sixth best player. So, um, you know, he's averaging 20 points per game the last seven days. Uh, Jaden McDaniels is a guy to keep an eye on too. He's had some bright moments. His minutes are kind of spotty, but uh, you do see a lot of double doubles and stuff there. And I just, I'm nervous if you're Carl Anthony Towns owner, like I think you got to be nervous about this like entire. Is that the rookie Jaden McDaniels? I believe so. I think he was the guy yes, I got in my. Yeah. Uh, that's who I had to wait for to get my pick. Your name, perhaps. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, but man, I just I'm I'm nervous about Minnesota. I think you're going to see Malik Beasley continue uh, to play well. Anthony Edwards has been a beast. Uh, and then Rich- I'm nervous about Towns. Towns owners right now. That's with what I was Russell out. And like we kind of talked about, this is a four to six week injury. You're talking about the worst team in the league. And then all of a sudden, Towns is a guy that you know wanted to play off Russell, and he, I don't know. I I can see this this being a negative effect for Towns owners. Well, this it feels like it's going to be like summer league the rest of the way for the for the Wolves, and there's not they, they have no reason to stress Carl Anthony Towns minutes. They already know he's a superstar. They don't, he doesn't need to prove anything. Like, yeah. Just. Build up some of these these younger guys that you. I mean, you got a lot of like Jared Vanderbilt, Nas Reed. These guys have been playing well. Uh, let the let Anthony Edwards eat. You know, do some some different things. So I I I would probably look to move Carl Anthony Towns if I had him. Um, that's yeah, that's yeah. Me, right Devil's now. advocate. I think you know if you if you allow me to, because I, I I don't know if, I don't know if I fully disagree, but just in my mind. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns, an incredible, incredible offensive player. Yes, Drake is 100% correct. He he specifically asked to play with with um, with D'Angelo Russell. So you know, obviously losing him is a is a loss, a big big loss to the entire offense, but especially to what Towns wants to do offensively. But Towns is such an incredible offensive piece. He's the best shooting big man of all time. I've said it. I also said the Heat weren't going to make the playoffs, so I, apparently I can be wrong. But I think Carl Anthony Towns is the best shooting big man of all time. I think he is one of the he's a better ball handler and a better passer than anyone ever gives him credit for. I think he can handle an offense without a true point guard. And Rubio is, is Rubio is solid enough to fill in the cracks for, of whatever D'Angelo Russell is is leaving behind. I think Towns has an opportunity. He's also now not last year and not this year, but before that, Towns never missed games. He never missed games, and the Wolves were not good. They were crappy they had no reason to, to try and he was still going out there so i i don't necessarily 100 percent endorse what i'm saying right now but just kind of I, I do think there is a pathway to better fantasy performance because of this situation for carl anthony towns because outside of beasley there's nothing else getting that ball into the bucket maybe uh, yeah i think the this is the, the anthony edwards this is the guy that's got a Maybe just turn the turn the keys over to him. If you're Minnesota, why not? I think this kid's, this kid's going to be really good next year. And Minnesota's going to go through a complete redo next year. They did nothing with their you know coaching situation or front office. This is also I, I talked to way too many Minnesota Timberwolves fans, and they're just 
it, it weighs on me. So I'm I'm kind of sour about the situation. Maybe that's clouding me, John. That Maybe could be true. Me out, but that could be true. I, I would like him to Edwards just turn it over to Edwards. Let him, let him and Towns just have fun. And yeah, I, I immediately, as soon as I saw that injury for D'Angelo Russell news, I'm like, they're not going to have to stress too many things. Like, what, what if Carl Anthony Towns picks up like a simple injury? Like, then there's more reason to not even play him for like an extra game or two, right? Like, I just yeah. worried about that. Like, it's I have nothing. To like the T Wolves are on just cruise control autopilot for the rest of the year, pretty much. And I just, I, I just and think if I have to own a wolf, I, I want Anthony Edwards. That's that's probably the guy that he might be worth a trade opportunity right now. I just think he's going to continue to shoot the ball. You look at his minutes the last few games too. Everything's over thirty. Uh, you start to see some forty point fantasy games. He's got a higher floor, shooting the ball really. Well. He's got a lot of twenty point games all of a sudden. Uh, this guy's really fun. I think for the value, you want Edwards, but nobody's going to be upset about owning Towns. No, at this point, you shouldn't um, be. I might you, regret that statement. If you could, if like, who, who could you potentially swap Towns out for in a one-for-one deal? Like, what would make sense? Well, make sense? I offered uh, Miles Turner and Duncan Robinson, and that was not good enough. So. <laughs> <laughs> what about Town? Oh, maybe not a one-for-one, but maybe Towns for Drummond and one other player. You know, like maybe like a, a middling, you know, middle tier player. Uh, so because Drummond's not playing right now, so maybe if you if you can if you can afford to to lose a couple games or maybe a lot of games, if you, if you have a decent positioning in your standings, you feel like good about making the playoffs, you can maybe swap towns for the future play in Drummond, and then maybe pick up another player along the way. What if someone offered you Miles Turner and Michael Porter Jr. for Towns? Miles Turner. No, but I'm not exactly certain on how well Michael Porter Jr. is doing right now, and that could be make me look dumb. <laughs> uh, I want to. I wanted to. I add think Miles. I would say Porter Jr. is underperforming right now. How could you wrap Anthony Davis into this? Like, would you do Anthony Towns <laughs> straight up? No, not even close. Maybe. Maybe if someone if someone's desperate for a win now, they need wins. They they can't wait two to three weeks. But and it's Anthony Davis. He's not always healthy. Towns so. isn't a guaranteed win now guy, though. Right. So here is your <laughs> Towns Porter Turner uh, on the season. Cats averaging forty six. Porter's about twenty nine, and Turner about thirty five. That's a pretty nice uh, opportunity. You're going to have to cut somebody if you're acquiring Towns or if you're acquiring Porter and Turner. So you're improving your worst player by like probably eight to ten points. Is this is this doing it enough for you, John? It's close. It's like right. It's like right. It's like a. It's right on the line. Is if you agree with Drake that Porter Jr. is really underperforming this season, I probably pull the trigger. Yeah. However, I also kind of think Turner is maybe overperforming a little bit. I mean, eight, seven, eight blocks a game is not as amazing as he is. I just don't think that's a sustainable. But that's thing. all he does. It's three and a half. He he doesn't even put up points. You don't need points. He just stands there and blocks shots, John. He just hits those three points. He gets to play the Pistons and the Cavs, and he just gets to stand there and block shots. He even got to do it against the Bucs. How many did he have against the Bucs? Uh, one. Uh, that's not even fun. One. Brooke Lopez doesn't shoot a lot outside the three-point line. So What was his last? Chicago. Five? Chicago. Six. 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 
16. It's all the division. If if he yeah. played in a different division, he'd be yeah. a much shittier player. But he gets to play in our division. So <laughs> outside of the box, he has fun. So I, it's 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 a it's an even trade. I mean, we're 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 all on different sides of it. I think I yeah. think if you like Porter Jr., you probably pull the trigger. Um, so I wanted to get back to a couple other of these injuries real quick. I'm not sure why it's not. Let me just refresh this real quick. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there anything like anything that you guys wanted to to call out tonight specifically? Anything on your minds besides injuries and postponements and trade rumors? So if you are looking for some pickups, another game was added this week on Friday. Denver and Cleveland are playing an extra game Friday. So hmm. if you're looking for players to add for that extra little push, there's two teams to look at. Was that to make up for a game that was missed before? Yeah, they missed a game earlier in the season. So, so. that's going to be exciting. Once, like, I'm, I'm assuming just after the All-Star break, they're going to just chip in, in like, yeah. bonus game, bonus game. Well, we don't even have a season after the All-Star, All-Star yeah, break. Yeah, we don't have a schedule yeah. yet. It's so, coming so fast, too. <laughs> a little uh, scary. But uh, I guess the one big injury here that uh, caught me by surprise the other day, didn't catch John by surprise, though, it's the Mitchell Robinson injury. With the fractured hand, it sounds like he's gonna, he had surgery today, successful surgery to repair the fracture in his right hand. He's going to be reevaluated sometime after the All-Star break, four to six-week timetable, maybe longer. Nerlens Noel is going to be the next man up, but uh, I just I'm curious. Uh, you've you've been a Mitchell Robinson. I don't. You've watched a lot of him, I think. Uh, I'm just curious what uh, what can you expect with Robinson out? Does this mean anything for RJ Barrett, Julius Randle? Are you trying to acquire Nerlens Noel? Just what are those thoughts? Well, first off, Mitchell Robinson, four to six weeks with for a hand. He he doesn't shoot. What he he just dunks. He shoots seventy percent from the field. He literally only dunks. I don't think he's going to be out that long. I think he's coming back maybe tomorrow because he doesn't need both of his hands to play basketball. Um, but in terms of the Knicks, I, I think Noel. You know, Noel definitely is going to be the starter. Going to play a little more minutes, but I just I don't know if Noel is like. Cape, he's just had he's been on the bench for so many years in the middle of his prime. I just don't know if he has the juice to like play 30 minutes a night, 25 plus minutes a night. Um, we'll see. I, I we'll see. I think he's good. I just I, I think he's good in smaller samples of minutes. Um, maybe we could go to their team. I, I don't know who they who their backup bigs are, but I'd be uh, whoever their backup is. Randall, right now, yeah, you can gush. Yeah, yeah Randall's going because I. Today, on my uh, phone, I got an update about an article about Julius Randle from Bleacher Report that said, who knew? And then it was like this big Julius Randle love fest. And I was like, you sons of a bitches. We knew. We knew here. We knew for two years. We've known. Yeah, he was good Julius last. Randle <laughs> is, is the fantasy guy, and he's just he continues to just improve. What he if, was good with the Pelicans. Why did they? What did amazing. the Knicks give like to get him? They signed him in free agency. Oh, okay. I thought it was a trade. Why didn't the Pelicans keep him around? I know they had ah uh, because they were bringing in Zion. They're bringing know, in, man. Yeah. Like they to already be have fair, a pretty clogged backcourt, and but Randall actually performed very well with the Pelicans. To be fair, Randall and Zion play the same position, and I, I think you know clear. You want to. Zion is Zion. You, 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 and you have Ingram there. It's it's crowded. So, 
Mm. Yeah, so Taj Gibson's going to uh, – and I've been oh, reading boy. a little bit about Taj Gibson no, getting boy. minutes. It's uh, the Thibodeau the Thibodeau special, but I, uh, is he going to be f- interesting in fantasy? Is Taj okay. Um, I, I think I think Randall I think Randall benefits. I think Noel gets a little boost, but overall nothing really changes for the Knicks. Do you, you know, think maybe been... you know some of these rookies get some minutes or no? They're just not bigs. <laughs> they're not bigs, right? I mean, they well, don't I mean, have a lot of... I mean, they're both bigs, aren't they? Obi Obi's like forward. a small forward. I don't know I mean, why they're, they're putting my power forward. forward. He's, he's like NBA. They don't need to have one. Let the five to do that. I mean, right. would, would you rather play Taj Gibson or a rookie? Uh, well, I well, I'm not. Well, would you? What do you think Tom Thibodeau is going to do? That's the He's real question. Play Taj Gibson. Yes, absolutely. So, I'm, I'm here, here. expecting Thibodeau to make a trade here, I, or or player. sign someone, or sign yeah, someone. I was just about to say someone. they could go pick someone up, but yeah, maybe I, I. They're not trying to win games, are they? Maybe they're yes, a candidate. I, are they a candidate for Drummond? Like. Yeah, Ooh. absolutely. They're trying to make the playoffs. You know Thibodeau's trying to make the playoffs. Drummond's going to New York. That makes sure. sense. That may, well, so that's, that's fine. You can send us Knox and Obi. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you, can have, you can have Obi top and Thibodeau hates him. Just take them both. Away. Interesting. Both the Natty Boys. Interesting. <laughs> Okay, and that's that's definitely. We'll a- give him Delhi. Thibodeau would love Delhi. <laughs> Delhi will start playing thirty six minutes a night. <laughs> oh man, um, I just wanted to. I'm. Uh, we covered that. I think Nerlens Noel is a good pickup if he's available in your league. Uh, is there any other injuries that you guys saw that we had to talk about? I, there's a couple names that come to mind. I think Drew Holiday's still out with COVID. I'm not sure what's up. With the, what's up with the Hornets? We got. Uh, postponements. They they contact tracing. They they played the Spurs. And the Spurs are well, or whether they were supposed to play the Spurs. I don't know. They were yeah. in. They were they were in the same facility as the Spurs, and as a result, the contact tracing has the Hornets. Yeah. Hornets are out because of that for I think one or two games. And all of the Spurs, yeah, the Spurs and the Hornets. I think they're done. I heard through Friday. Yeah, they're pretty much done. Yes, I think that's yeah. the same for the Hornets as well. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's a bummer. Um, so that's that's probably the biggest news is you're probably missing two or three games just from those. I was games. riding some Malik Monk waves last week too. It was fun. And some big air on those waves. How were those waves? Well, they went up and down real quick. Oh no! Um, the Cody Cody Zeller is more like a, a lazy river. He's just a consistent twenty five thirty every night. It's beautiful. I love lazy rivers. Man. Those, are, those are pretty nice. Um, I did. I don't. I don't um, Marcus Smart is coming back. Let's see. Um, he was expected to miss two or three weeks. Reports from January 31st. But I just want to just on a, on a hint, just in case anyone's dropped him. I saw his his he's down to about 73.5 percent. Uh, but I did see he's practicing and probably coming back at some point next week. So keep an eye out for him. I'm trying to think of anybody else here. Uh, What's going on in Atlanta with all their injuries? Click on Atlanta here. Let me see. So DeAndre Hunter. Bogdan, what's what's up with with Bogdan? Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. What's going on with him? He was cleared. This is from February 5th. He was cleared to increase his range of motion in his rehab work, and also had the knee brace removed. So, oh boy, well, ten days removed from getting his knee brace knee brace off. Uh, he was doing light work. So maybe by the end of the month, things look better. You know, maybe first week or so of March, we hear some positive things. 
Uh, I don't know if it's going to mean anything. Milwaukee dodged a huge bullet there. It was a gift. I didn't like giving up DiVincenzo to begin with. Everyone was so mad about it, but you guys should send like Adam Silver something. Well, we still lost a pick, so it's kind of bullshit. But um, yeah, you'll have another pick for that comment. (laughs) Well, that's true. Sorry, Adam. I I apologize, Uh, Czar Silver. Um, but but yeah, I think Bogey is has been a a big bust this year. Obviously, the Hawks threw a shirtload of money at him. (laughs) And golly, I mean, oh my, no shirt. Oh man. We should talk about the Jazz if you're if we're just out of respect of their dominance. I, I I've watched one Jazz game this year, the recent game against the Bucks, and I was I was very impressed. And Conley didn't even play. Conley's Ooh. been playing pretty well. Yeah, Conley's great. So they're sitting at twenty three and five, two games ahead of the Lakers for the number one seed. Um, my Conley, what's up with Conley? Is he? In, in he's, he's got an old man. Legs, just a granddaughter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it's like a hamstring injury, but um, it's been going on for a week now. I think it's going to keep going on for a while. Yeah, they don't, they don't need him apparently, so that's interesting. He's on ice. He's good. I mean, they can <laughs> Clarkson. So it, Clarkson's a good pickup if he's available. That's yeah. um, <clears throat> actually, I don't think he's available in many places. But let's pull up Utah and just kind of look and see who their best contributor. Who did you want to talk about on Utah? Royce O'Neal. He's gonna he's gonna gush about Royce O'Neal for a couple minutes. No, no, I just I just wanted to. I mean, they're they're an interesting subject. I think you know maybe maybe more interesting from a real basketball perspective than a fantasy basketball perspective. But when you dominate, you have fantasy production, and there's a lot of that going around. I mean, a lot of their like middle tier players like Joe Ingles and, and I hate to say it, but Royce O'Neal and Jordan Clarkson and you know these guys are just shooting so damn well right now it's it's really mind-blowing to watch they're not a very deep team are they i mean they run they run mitchell and clarkson right now at the one and the two they got bogdan and ingles at the three uh george's niang i guess he rotates in with royce Derek favors is probably a good fantasy pickup um at this moment and i i think he's kind of been on and off our waivers yeah, he had a nice little run early February where he was getting some 20s. Uh, his minutes oh. kind of picked back a little bit, but he's definitely – I mean, he's averaging – A watchless guy, right? Yeah, he's averaging 19 on the season. Um, so he's definitely a guy – like, if you need a guy just for one, yeah. game, might as well – or if he's got a back-to-back, you can hope for 40 points out of him, something Two like positions, that. plays that center and power forward. Um, I just want to – so I'm filtering here by the last seven days. I'm just going to filter by last 15 days. Um, let's see here. What's Clarkson's ownership? Clarkson's at eighty percent, so he's pretty okay. well. He's pretty well owned here. He's damn. Like, I didn't realize he was that well owned. For good reason, though. He deserves to be. He scored forty yesterday. Yep. Jesus. Did not. I almost, I almost took that bet that Jesse sent us about how like the the Sixers were like plus two hundred for the money, or plus two fifty or something for the money line. I was like, that's not bad. And the Sixers are having a great year, but man, the Jazz just. And then the Jazz. They do not up in here. Not up in here. <laughs> back to back against the Bucks and Sixers. That's pretty impressive. And they won them both. Yeah, they, ca- they won them both casually. Yep. The Bucks haven't won in Utah since 2001. It's a 20 year drought. Bucks going to Utah. Um, pretty crazy. 
That'd be an insane finals if Utah had the home court advantage. NBA schedules, you play everybody once at their home their home place, right? You, you play everybody in the NBA schedule, right? At least. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. if you're at different conferences, you have one game, you know, there. one home game, one away game. In normal years, I don't know if that's totally true this year because they've been kind yeah. of doing some doubling. You know, like if you, if you come travel, sometimes you play in the same place two games in a row, but – um, in normal years, yes, Kyle, you're spot on. So any like any other – Drake, do you have any thoughts here? Uh, I mean, this is like a – it's a very tight-knit team in Utah. Like, they, I mean, you got Mitchell, Gobert, Clarkson, Ingles, O'Neal, and then Bogdanovich. Like, that's really just like top six guys that are fantasy-worthy. Um, it surprised me that Royce O'Neal is only 21% owned. This seems a little off. Uh, 35 and 38 fantasy points the last couple of days. If you can just kind of ride the wave – of some of these nines, these 15s, these 13s, you're going to get rewarded for some of these 35s and these 42s. So if you kind of just hold tight, 23 fantasy points per game in yeah. 21% own. That seems a little silly. Go um, pick him up. Lots of duds. Lots of duds on his. But Let's yes. answer some questions. And then, I mean, just quick, if anyone cuts Mike Conley, like, please. please Don't cut Mike Conley. Um, don't, don't cut Mike Conley. He's with a hamstring. I don't know how long. That's, he's already been out for, it looks like, a week and a half or so since the flip. Yep. So if anyone gets be back. quick to the gun on that, that's definitely worth looking into. But is there is it worth looking into any other point guards on I mean who else is that? Moutier? Shaq Harrison hasn't played. Yeah. Um is Moutier playing at all? I think Clarkson and Mitchell. I think Clarkson okay. has, has has assumed a lot of his minutes, and, and and as you guys, as you maybe know, Ingles runs more point guard than anyone ever gives him credit for, or at least he can. When they have Mitchell and Conley, they probably don't use yeah. him in that role much. But I think Ingles does play the point. Ingles is uh, numbers. He's yeah, look at those. Yeah, the, the, the Jingles. His assist in the last seven days is that he's average. He's already averaging almost five assists a game, and now he's averaging one more assist. That's that's a pretty big jump when you already have four plus assists Six a game. So he's he's definitely been more you know distributing role off the bench probably. So if you're in a ten man league, this guy probably is available under sixty percent owned, and just man, some really nice numbers the last five six games here for for Ingles. Potential so. trade target, you know, if you have him on your team, it's sell him high. Definitely agree with that. Um, and he's good for fantasy team names, you know. Mr. Jingles. Jingles. Yeah, just throw Jingles in your team name somewhere and you're having a good time. Three people will laugh. At least three. <laughs> and uh, so you guys want to answer some questions in the chat room? We can – We can. I can kind of look back and see. We did have some, like, start, sit, bench stuff going on. Is that uh, okay with you, John? Should we uh, – I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm open to it. Unless you had anything else, uh, I guess we're going on about thirty-nine minutes here. We got about maybe twenty more minutes left of the show. Any other like any any thoughts on your mind that you want to get out of besides the Utah stuff? Well, well we need some time for Top Shot, but that could be at the end. Um, I did put my Top Shot link referral link in the description below. If if I, I, I don't know what it, do you get a deal if you use the referral? I don't know. I think you were supposed to. Um, I also was supposed to get some money when I first signed up or something. I never got that email, but we we all know it's a beta. It's a beta. Yeah, we're so, all just we're just there for the ride. <laughs> sometimes it's very low. It's it's a scary ride sometimes. Um, we're we're gonna give John his five minutes, and I hope NBA Top Shot is watching this for that. 
We'll get, I, we'll get he is he is a, just a loyal customer that you want to lock down. I need ten seconds. All I need is ten <laughs> seconds. I don't need I don't need a lot of time. But let's let's do some questions for the people first. All right, let's. Uh, Aiden had a question for us. We're going to start bench cut. Sweet Lou, Kyle Kuzma, Nerlens Noel. Um, start Sweet Lou. Bench. Well, I'm. I maybe I'm starting Kuzma. And benching Lou and definitely cutting Noel. What do you guys think? Agree with that. I actually responded to that earlier in the in the chat, and I, I sweet Lou had a great night last night. Well, or, the, the Clippers have been night. injured, or they've been they've been beat up, and they're resting their guys. Um, and Lou is just enjoying some wings and shooting basketballs. He's been scoring at a high clip, and it's just, I was against the Cavs. That's what, of course, I remember the forty six points there. Jeez. If you tell me Kawhi's out, Paul George is still out, I'm going to start Lou, uh, bench Kuzma. Yeah. Noel is kind of like a – I don't know what the word I'm looking for. He, he's kind of like a – he's just too boom bust. I don't think we can trust him yet. Uh, Let's see some uh, consistent minutes and play, and right. then Noel becomes fun. There's a reason he never stuck on a roster as, as raw and talented as he is. He, he right. really hasn't put it together yet uh, in the pros. So, John, any final – I mean, sweet Lou, Kuzma, we're keeping those two guys for sure in, in dumping Noel. Yeah, they, I mean, they're all kind of injury. It's an interesting question because they're all based on injuries right now, um, missing players on all their respective teams. I probably go Lou, uh, Kuzma, and then Noel, but then in three weeks, I probably just drop all of them. So maybe keep Kuzma. I mean, he's been he's been he's got some interesting upside even with Davis returning. But um. uh, this one's kind of fun. I don't know if you guys have you guys seen Sadiq Bay's numbers lately. For yeah. Now? Like, Sadiq is Bay. I'll put it that way. Sadiq the freak. Um, he's they haven't played. He's a piston. It's just these things happen with the pistons. They find him not every night. I was monitoring him actually this morning, but yeah. Um, so McConnell, TJ McConnell, Josh Jackson, or Sadiq Bay. Have you guys seen McConnell's numbers either? I, I talked about him on my waiver wire show last night. He's been putting up. Assists every. I'll pull his numbers up right now. Pacers are playing well. They're pesky, man. They they are deep. Like they don't have like a. I don't know. Like they they're eight to nine really solid players deep. And you look at Brockton's running that team pretty well. Look at look at McConnell's numbers, guys. This is insane. So you're 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 starting McConnell, I think. Um, I, I like Josh Jackson too. I can pull up. You're, Josh. you're probably keeping Josh Jackson, and I think Bay is a player you monitor at this point. But, but with I'm right now, I'm starting McConnell, uh, benching Bay, and cutting Jackson. But I, I like Bay's upside. I think he's 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 got some, especially with Griffin going out the door. The Pistons have fully embraced the tank, as far as I could tell. I mean, they kind of did it before the season started because of their roster. But um, I, li- I like Bay in a lot of garbage time situations. Basically, once the ball's tipped in Detroit, it's garbage time. And so I like Bay. I, I do like Bay quite a bit, but I think I'm going to lean with Josh Jackson over Bay just because he's a little bit older. I think there's a little bit more consistency with some of these numbers. I have his – I have these are Josh Jackson's numbers up on the screen right now. Um, so I would feel safer about leaving Josh Jackson out there for a full week. Maybe Bay puts up one of those 40, you know, nice games. Uh, but I think I'm just going to go 
I, I wish I would have looked at these numbers earlier. So we're going to start McConnell. We all agree with start McConnell. That's probably the, the easiest answer. And then it's a preference choice. Josh Jackson, Sadiq Bay, grab a piston. Don't grab a piston if you have to. <laughs> to me, Josh Jackson's one of those players that I could see involved with a Blake Griffin trade. Mm. You know, kind of one of those assets that you would have to kind of move if you're moving Blake Griffin to, and you're, you have to include a, a young, talented player that, I mean, the Pistons don't have a whole lot invested in him. I think he's making maybe $6 million a year or something like that, so. Um, he's he's not a guy that the Pistons are looking to build around at this point. So, who are the I could see him? In, I could see him included, and he he probably helps a a team. You know, maybe it's a three way trade, and he helps a contending team. Comes out there and plays some defense, and um, nice three and D player. I mean, I like him. I like that the fact that he finally is able to get starter minutes for Detroit. But if if you could send him to a team that needs a sixth or seventh man, that the first guy off the bench, I, I, I like Jackson quite a bit. He could actually be a really nice trade chip. I think the Warriors pick him up or something like that. You know, that would, for good. That would be a good fit. Um, yeah, I misread. I misread the names. I thought it was Justin Jackson, and um, so I, I I go I'll go Jackson start McConnell bench uh, Bay cut, and then I hate to say that because I said so many nice things about my Bay 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 is one of those guys where if you if you need a guy just for the one night, just the one night stand, you you can you can hang out with Sadiq for a night. That's the puts hmm. up some interesting numbers if and especially if like. If There's have, plenty of hotel rooms in Detroit that you can just get a couple hours. Just a couple hours. Just even technically, he, you only need technically you only need it for five minutes. Like, the way the waiver wires and our free agency works, you only need it for five minutes. And then, and then hey, Bay, Bay is classy. Take him to Auburn Hills. Get out of Detroit. <laughs> get him some little seizures. Um, but anyways, I'm trying to see what other we got for questions here. Um, we got another star bench cut. Or have you guys seen Kendrick Williams's numbers? While SGA is out in Oklahoma City Thunder, there's been a handful of guys that are putting up some really nice numbers at like the two, three, and the kind of wing positions. Uh, we have Marcus Morris and uh, is it Jacob Pertle? Have we gotten to the Pertle? It's Pertle. Yeah. There's an R. There's a I like Pertle. By the way, I Pirtle. I'm sad I didn't pick him up when I could have. Yeah, but now the Spurs are out for the rest of the week, so like we're we're gonna we're gonna cut him. We gotta cut him, um, and probably start Kenrick and bench Marcus Morris Senior. Uh, well, what's yep. Morris doing? Um, ooh, he's putting up some some heat mm. games. Thirty-two and twenty-three and twenty. What the? Well, I guess that's because the Clippers. Andrew, yeah. So we're, I think, and then same thing with Kendrick Kendrick Williams though. If we, if I I hope SGA is back at some point this week. Uh, but the dude, uh, he played decently against Milwaukee, twenty-one point two five. Really nice. He's no Lucas Dort, but he's all right. Uh, I kind of, while we're here, I kind of want to pull up and just let's let's just look at the Oklahoma City Thunder because there's been a lot of interesting young talent playing. Uh, I think I think SGA has missed maybe the last three or four games, and it's just been really interesting to see who's stepping up. Um, so Hamadou Diallo, of course, he's been. He has been very good, even when SGA is on the floor. I still don't get his his percent ownership has risen up to forty one, which is really nice. But I still think he's not getting enough attention for what he's doing. Um, he flirts with double doubles, even rebounds and assists. Um, but Darius Basley, the other guy here, who's about thirty percent owned, he's been putting up a healthy amount of numbers here. He's a double double threat uh, with the rebounds and the points. I like what he's doing there. Chips and steals and blocks too. 
Um, pretty high floor of around 19 points, maybe 16 points. He's already playing right now, and he's got wow. In seven minutes, he's got 16 fantasy points. Um, so that's Portland. That's Portland for you. But Lugans Dort, I guess we've we've talked about Dort quite a bit, and then Kenrick Williams. Um, I got one more guy yet on the list that I have that I haven't talked about, but he he's is, already got six points. This is almost. This, Kenrick, like he's getting the starter minutes. You see 40, 36, 34, 30. He's basically inserted for SGA. Uh, and he's only less than 12% owned. So I don't really know how long SGA is going to be out. But this guy, I think. But I think even if, um, when obviously SGA comes back, I think Kenrick's probably a guy that keep playing. I mean, this is a young team. Some of these guys are going to get moved, obviously. They're going to be a huge team for trade targets. Um, dump offs and that kind of sort of stuff. So I feel like if a young player is getting hot on this team, it's something to definitely keep, you know, monitoring. If you can keep him on your roster, definitely do that. Cause uh, here's another guy, Justin Jackson, who I picked the up. UNC product. He, he, he hit a three against uh, Milwaukee the other night that I'm just like, God, who is this guy? So, <laughs> Uh, he scored 22 points against us, uh, 20 points against Denver. Those are two really good defensive teams. And I was just, uh, he's got back-to-back 30-point fantasy games. I actually picked him up and started him tonight. So we'll see how it goes. He hasn't – looks like he just – Oklahoma it. City Thunder are a G League team basically right now. They're just – they're running some fun stuff, and it's going to be good for fantasy if you can – it's going to be very frustrating if you're looking for consistency though. The, the Thunder, the Thunder are not a G League team because they are better. Co- they are really well coached, and they just play very good basketball. Shoot a lot of threes, and they have way more talent than anyone realizes. I think, like Lou Dortz, I, I really, really like Lou Dort. I think Hamadou Diallo is, you know, not only slept on in fantasy, but he's a very solid NBA player. I mean. I don't know. I, I think this Thunder team—they're eleven and fifteen. Drake, you're saying they're a G League team? I'm not saying they're a G League team. What I'm saying is, right now, kind of their process is—is is just running young talent through. And that's a good pro. Like this, yes. is, this is a that's, great. That's pro- what is my. I'm, they're not the talent level, obviously. Oh, of the G League I hear you. Team. But and, and, what and, I'm and, saying and, is, when you're getting players, you know, don't don't expect consistency if you get someone that's hot on the Thunder. Because I think it's going to happen on and off throughout the season, unless you have one of the you know the mainstays like SGA. Oh, that that, that but, makes but a lot that, of sense. That, I I get what you, yeah the the Thunder aren't a G League team talent based wise, but they're uh they they don't look like they have NBA talent, but those guys I mean I'm, I'm I've been very impressed with what I've seen from them. I think I think a lot of these guys have good futures in the NBA, a lot of these young guys. And Horford is is he's so old, but he's so good. He's been putting up some some fifties and some high forties. You see a fifty nine, another fifty nine, a 50. I felt like that going into the season that Horford was a sleeper just because he's actually a good player. He just he's a smart was such a terrible fit in the Sixers. It made no sense. And I think I think the Thunder are doing what they do, right? You know, Chris Paul balls out, trade him. Al Horford balls out, trade him. You know, you, they try to put these guys that they want to trade into great Can you positions. move Horford? What can you move Horford for? 
Do you think well, that all these teams, happen? all these teams that want Drummond, why, why not take a, a worse athlete and a better shooter and a better, right. you know? I mean, He's Horford fits a little on defense, but you fit better with the NBA, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for all these teams that are on my list that could potentially acquire Drummond, I think they should be looking at Horford as a as a cheaper. Now he's a, he's also a, he's not an expiring contract, and he's much older, so there's a lot of risk there too. But yeah, I think he's um, got three years left. But if you need, if you're like, oh gosh, I, I was about to say Boston, but I don't think Al's going. Let's send him there, to the Knicks. So. Can we send him to the Knicks? Knicks? He actually makes a lot. Of, I feel like him and Randall would make sweet music together. Actually, yeah. he's a Thibodeau player too. Did Horford play oh, with yeah. at any point with Thibodeau? I don't think Horford was ever on the Bulls. No. He? No, he was never on the Bulls. Where was, was Thibodeau before Chicago? Uh, he was uh, a defensive yeah. coordinator in Boston. Yeah. Ah, okay. Interesting. Yeah, he was the defensive coordinator on that team that uh, won the championship, the big three team in 08. Yeah. And I think he maybe was there a couple more years and then eventually. Did he go to the Clippers eventually? Did he go to the Clippers with Doc? Or No, he went to Boston right after. No, he went to Chicago right after Boston. Yeah, I think yeah. I think he got to Chicago before Doc got to L.A. That's right. I think because he was with uh, uh, Rose. With yes, the, he was with Rose. Rose basically the entire time Rose was yeah. there. Yeah. So Minnesota, twenty sixteen to twenty nineteen. Yeah, Minnesota was the yeah. other one. Yeah. <laughs> he was an associate head coach with Boston from 07 to two thousand ten. Uh, he's been on a lot of teams. He's been on. Been a busy guy. Not really, a lot though. of a lot of NBA coaches are like that. They have an, an insane work yeah. history. He's kind of been on the same teams a lot of times. It looks like. Oh, we got a we got a comment here from Matt Lee Bame. Oh boy, Wiley, the wily Matt Bame here. So, can I get a trade evaluation? How is De'Aaron Fox for Michael Porter Jr. and Duncan Robinson? Um, so, Drake, you're you're pretty well invested in the Michael Porter Jr. and you know pretty much most about Duncan Robinson, probably between the two of us. So, which side would you rather? I mean, just a quick. Thought. Um, I I think there's a little collusion here because I offer this trade to Matt Fame. <laughs> And it what was side are you fun. near the Porter Jr. Robinson yes. side? Yeah. Yes, I am. Oh yeah, yeah. I definitely want to give up Fox, Matt. You definitely want to get. You want to make that trade. I think Drake is uh, trying to be nice to you, probably. Um. Yeah. I. I think you could probably. Just but likely we discussed <laughs> earlier, a Michael Porter Jr. and Miles Turner probably equal to Carl Anthony Towns. Mm. So. I don't think this trades as far off as we think, but well, I'm gonna let me let me hit some compare numbers here. So we got Michael Porter Jr., we got De'Aaron Fox, and Duncan Robinson. Duncan's like just like a waiver wire fodder at this point. Hey. Right? <laughs> don't be talking about my Duncan. He's Duncan. He's Tim Duncan's little kid. Um. Anyways. You're giving up 45.8. Just this is the last 15 days. Maybe I'll just filter by the season. That's 38 and a half points from Fox. Michael Porter Jr. just under 30. Uh, you got to keep Fox. You got to keep Fox, Matt. Babe. Why is Duncan Robinson on a roster at our league? <laughs> Drake cannot quit the Duncan Robinson. He's a nice guy. He's a beautiful guy. Like, <laughs> he's got nice hair. He's got nice hair. He hits threes. I like to keep him around. 
for Team Morrow. Someone's got to do it. Um, so Matt Bame, you can uh, you can either you can either hit accept or you, you don't have. To. Oh, you already hit decline. It was a good decline, but I don't think we're far off, Matt Bame. I think we can make a deal. You know, why, why are you trading a guy who should be on the way on the waiver wire? Jonathan. I can't see the new comments in the thing. Uh, <laughs> oh god! <laughs> now with us tonight, he's asking, "What impact is Otto Porter Jr. going to have on Thaddeus Young's value in a points league?" Um, That's a good question. I've That's a good question. Just had my blinders on, and I don't even want to think about that because I picked up Thaddeus Young, and it's been going pretty well. Um, his minutes have been steady. I wanted to see has Otto has Otto Porter come back yet, or is he? Reportedly coming back soon. So Porter appears to be in danger of missing the entirety of the remaining first half schedule. This just came out yesterday. So this means he's going to be out through the All-Star break. So at this point, I'm not worried about Thaddeus. Um, Don't worry about it. Keep Thaddeus. Thaddeus has had some nice nice weeks pretty much, hasn't he? Yeah, while we're here, I just, let's let's just pull up the Chicago Bulls stuff because I know I saw Wendell. Yeah. I wanted to, Wendell's when, coming back, and he's back, baby. He's not on a minutes limit, but he is on a minutes limit. Their it's goal is to, only, he's on a restriction. Well, he, Billy Donovan said he's not on one, but the goal is to keep him at twenty. So, yeah, for a couple games, so they'll see. You know, but I if a game's close, I don't think they would not play him. Is what I got out of that. Twenty-one minutes in his first game back last night. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not too like he's he's. So what's his ownership? Only at thirty-four percent. That's a guy. Go pick up, people. I talked about him pretty good on the on the Monday night show, and I just think I, I don't get why he was cut that much, especially if you have an IR spot. That's that's pretty crazy. This is a guy that's averaging twenty-seven and a half points. He was only out for two and a half, three weeks. Yeah. Um, so if 34% guy, even if 10 man league, I don't care. Like if he's averaging 28 points per game, he should be owned in most leagues. So, uh, but I guess if we're just looking, should I pull up the, the roster here for Chicago? And I'm just curious. Yeah. And, and just to answer this question, just to take a stab at it, it's definitely a future, a future oriented response because as we just saw, Otto Porter is out for maybe even a month given the way the schedule is going right now. But I think I think Thaddeus Young has played himself into a role on this team, and um, I, I think I think he's probably in better shape. You know, I think I think a return of Laurie Markkinen would have maybe a bigger impact on Thaddeus Young than a return of Otto Porter Jr. So I, I don't think these two impact each other too much. So that's my answer to your question. And then with I mean with Markkinen, he's out four to six weeks. We just saw Otto Porter Jr.'s out for at least four weeks as well. So I think if you are a Thaddeus Young owner, just set it in, forget it for now. Like we got him for at least all of February, maybe all of March, you know, throughout the all-star break and a little bit even after that. So I don't think we have to worry about Markinen and Porter Jr. really impacting Thaddeus's minutes until maybe April. So I, I think at this point, Thaddeus Young, uh, let's just, let's just see what his ownership is real quick. He skyrocketed. He's, he's up to 76.6% ownership, averaging 28 points per game. On the season, so you likely can't get him, but um, Wendell Carter Jr. should be owned. Uh, maybe Patrick Williams is, is it time to dabble into Patrick Williams? I know Drake's been kind of in and out of Patrick, but is like <laughs> he's he's 
He's kind of he's he's eliminated the it's floor. Disgusting. It's don't do it if you don't have to. <laughs> but he's if if you if you need him for like a night, I just look at the minutes. You know, 35, 35, 34. If you need a guy just for a night, right? It, it, it's it's what attracts you to Patrick Williams, and what's always brings me back because he's got the minutes, and you're just it's an NBA game. It's a Tuesday night. Maybe Patrick Williams just goes off, you know. Maybe he gives a little something. That that's yeah. your attraction to Patrick Williams. That's my thought process because he gets the minutes, and that's our number one thing is the opportunities there. But you know, and just maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't. But even on his worst nights, you're getting what around at nineteen point two. That's you can settle on that. That's it's totally doable. Um, and just with the injuries to you know, no Otto Porter Jr. for the next month and a half, no Laurie Marketing for the next month and a half. They got nothing else better to do but to play Patrick Williams. So, um, right, he's the guy to add to the watch list, monitor and see what happens. Dalton's got him on his team, so that's kind of interesting. Uh, we'll see what happens there, but I don't know. We're, we're, we're basically hitting the hour here. Did you guys have any other final thoughts on things? I'm just looking through the comments right now, but John, any final thoughts tonight before we end the show? Um, if we're going rookie wings, I'll, I'll take my bay over Patrick Williams. But um, but any any final thoughts? Uh, I just want to do my little 10 second shout out to NBA Top Shot um, for uh, ruining my my Monday. Uh, made me very sad. I waited around 11 hours for a Cool Cat pack drop, and I uh, waited until the end, like like my my, my fearless leader Kyle Bauer and. Oh, way too long, <laughs> way too long, and uh, we didn't get anything out of it, and um, and I so I cried a little bit, more figuratively than literally, but I there were there were some there were some imaginary tears shed for sure. I was sad. I was upset. I was frustrated. My frustration was that we were both ready to go at two p.m. and I was ready to go at Pacific time. I missed it. I missed it at seven. Uh, by a minute and a half, we missed it by. I literally seven oh two. I refreshed my thing and it, it glitched for a little bit. Got in at seven oh two. We missed by maybe thirty seconds. Um, I joined the drop at like six forty five, six fifty. So you you, I don't I don't know what was going on, but it was just whatever. We'll, we'll ride another day. We'll ride another day. Did you already get one of the cool cat packs? I got the first one, yeah. You got the first one. So it could be worse. You could uh, – I'm yet to even get a pack. I've only gotten one, the gift. I've never even opened a pack of cards yet. Oh, my Aiden, God. How has it even opened any pack? I haven't opened a pack yet. Uh, Aiden will like this. My 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 cool cat on Top Shot is Derek Jones Jr. Uh, I got a little Derek Jones Jr. dunk because, Aiden, if you're still listening, he can't shoot. <laughs> Um, I was gonna. Pull so, it. yeah, the cool the the top shot thing was. It was rough. I mean, all of us were ready all day. The first Ooh. drop, we were so ready. We were riding. Drop, and oh no, it's not gonna happen. They booted us out. Second drop, booted us out. Then finally, all right, we're gonna we're gonna redo this at seven o'clock at night. We're all like, all right. You don't think they knew that they would have like fifty thousand people ready to jump at it right away? Like that's the thing. It's just, it just doesn't. It's so frustrating. 
But anyway, it's frustrating to be a part of it. It's frustrating that I, I ended up getting a pack, but even opening it, like it doesn't feel like I should have spent my whole day on this. Like it was, it was, it was a pretty bad moment when I finally got it. It's like, Somehow that makes me feel worse. So thank I you. handed. I I was my daughter was like crying on me. I handed her over. <laughs> I was like, it's finally my moment. And then I get it. I was like, wow. I this, this. this is what I'm doing with my <laughs> life. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. We're we're going on a little over an hour and four minutes. We'll end it with that. I want to thank you guys in the chat room for hanging out. Thank you for putting up with our top shot. Um, therapy session here at the end uh, anyways you guys can follow John and Drake I have their information in the description below thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight we'll see you uh, next Tuesday night have a good one peace